RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, an actual play duet podcast using the Savage World system in our custom cyber fantasy setting. It's been a labor of love creating it for the past several years, and we are so excited to finally be able to share it. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Previously on Neon Heat. Athena spends her week off taking care of some personal errands, and then starts her first day back as a regulator. After being outfitted by Quartermaster Rex Dune, she's sought out by her first day observer, Regulator Lapaco, who tells her she's already tardy and it's time to get a move on. She's deployed solo, with Lapaco in tow, to chase after a group of hooded smugglers. Athena manages to incapacitate all of them before they can escape, but the first and only thing she hears from the one runner is Ali Sahir which she remembers from one of the papers she grabbed from Strickland's office as it burned. Over and oh, over God again. damn it. Okay, she flips him over and takes down the hood. It is a Nakir woman. Okay. With short blonde hair and a fair complexion. And her eyes are not currently glowing, but their pupil takes up almost the entire eye. Oh, damn. And they're sort of like looking past you. And her Nakir jaw is a little bit slack, just sort of like lolling open. Mm-hmm. And she just keeps saying it, just, Sayer, Ali Sayer, in like really weird, manic tones. And you you flip her over, and she immediately is like, er, er, no matter how you move her, she's still trying to move in that same direction. It's like she doesn't even see you there. Right. I want to, I guess I take a fistful of her hair Uh and just shout at her, what does that mean? She just keeps doing it. So it doesn't even register. Okay, well, I roll for it. How about if I would like to cast Entangle, please? Sure. 16. 16. Uh, yep, that's fully fully bound. How do you how do you wrap her up this time? Oh, I'd like to wrap her up on the ankles and her hands behind her back. At this point, oh! like, sh- yep. I want to use my adventure card. What is it? It's Windfall. Windfall. Mm Mm-hmm. And what does that do? Well, I'm glad you asked. I mean, I can infer some of it based on the the name. Solid gold goodness. It's a Jack Sparrow-looking motherfucker on it. Play when your hero searches an area for treasure, loots a fallen foe, etc. They find everything that can be found in that location. If rolling on a random table, they get the best possible result. Okay. Um. I would like to search this person, please. Okay. 
That's fair. Frisking them, making sure they don't have anything dangerous on them. But maybe, sure, sure. maybe I'll keep a little bit for me, just for Athena. Oh, greedy monkey. As you're doing this, you notice that this person also has a satchel-type thing strapped to them. So it's mm-hmm. not like a loose one that you carry, but it's like bound to them. Yeah. It's like something you'd wear as a tourist to not get mugged, almost, but more of like gotcha. a bag. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're able to easily take that off of them. We can resolve this, that's fine, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much time Athena would have before other people are like on scene to like do this. So, I think that depends what Bolt's doing, probably. Yeah, it definitely does. So, for now, uh, you find this satchel. Mm-hmm. Satchel of stuff. Um, and it looks like she's wearing some real nice boots. Uh, they are not only sleek and stylish, but they appear to have metal heels and toes. Hmm. And there's some kind of mechanism. Like, you can tell some pieces are interlocked and they don't look like normal boots. Can I take their boots? <laughs> can do you take the boots? I mean, so, I kind of want to now. All right, so some, something we, had, we talked about with the setting and for the purpose of the fact that this is a game that we're playing uh-huh. and part of a fun game is getting loot and stuff I and do it's like not loot, yes. I don't I don't think it's very rewarding to just go to the quartermaster and always be like give me this loot and have it be available. That's not very interesting. So, um in Caldonix because thematically Caldonix is a city that is relatively low on resources and stuff like that. They they probably recycle as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And part of that probably means that when people are guilty and regulators apprehend them in the line of duty, maybe some of their shit is forfeit. <laughs> or, like, the goods on their person uh, can be, I don't know if commandeered is the correct word. I mean, appropriated, appropriated. Appropriated for regulator use should they deem it necessary. So, I think within the confines of Caldonix's legal system, Athena would be entitled to this loot, assuming these people are found guilty of some sort of crime. Excellent. I think she <laughs> she takes a little marker out of her one of her belt pockets and writes property of Athena Sedaris. It's got real dark, just it's bitch mine. I mean Right, she's so. she's got to claw her way back up. She's apparently very low on this totem pole now, mm-hmm. and her boss hates her. Mm-hmm. Mm. Signs of pure greed and looting. Does he really say that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Let's see what happens next. Yeah, let's. All right, so you're, you're just going to otherwise leave her bound here as she struggles fruitlessly against these things that she's not going to get out of? I mean, I'd... I, I can't... I, I, I might be able to carry her. I don't know how much she weighs. She's light. I mean... I could, you're also carrying a bunch of... Me- like, you can lift her and move her. It's, it might be slower, but you can yeah, do I'll it. Yeah, I'll do that. Let's carry a her fireman's back. carrier. All right. As you're carrying them back to the other group, there there's a small band of other regulators who have now caught up and uh, are sort of milling about, playing crowd control. Uh, one of them is saying to the guy who got shot... Mm-hmm. The other's making sure that the rest of these people are disarmed and everything's kosher. And as you're uh, milling about and you get some nods from the other regulators, what are you doing with the one that's bound? Are you putting them all together? Yep, just plopping plopping her in the pile. All right, and she is raving and just, you know, keeps doing that. And you can now hear that, like, the rest of these people are doing the same thing. So Uh. they're all just, it's just a lot of, Alicia. Where's, (sighs) Where's the nearest regulator that isn't Bolt? They're kind of standing nearby. Like, they're right in the same area as you. Bolt has 
is about to arrive, but uh-huh. isn't here yet. I'd, I'd like to go over to somebody competent uh-huh. and say, "What are they talking about? Is that a thing I missed? Or do you, you guys know anything?" And this this person has their helmet on, but they shrug and they say, "I have no idea." Cool, cool. So they just cool. ramble in there on the scuffle dust. Yeah, you know? on the scuffle dust. I think this is the appropriate time for that loud, loud screaming to finally Ugh. catch up and you see this bright glowing comet shoot from uh, the street back where you came and there is now a very, very loud explosion in the distance. Like a sonic boom? Just just a regular boom. Just a regular But like boom. in the distance, maybe far south of you, so like in the corner sort of. Oh. And uh, there's some smoke, but... Bolt is screaming and uh, arrives on scene on his uh, his hoverboard, and not far behind him is uh, trusty Phil. Man, Phil never takes a day off. He's too valuable. And uh, makes his grand entrance, jumps off of the hoverboard, which goes skittering off to one side. Does it hit a tourist? Uh, it goes wide okay. this, this time, <laughs> so everybody just kind of like looks at it as it skitters off, and it clatters and rolls and sparks fly. And he lands, you know, just, ah, and lands uh, several feet from you guys and the ground shakes and he leans, you know, gets back up and hands go to hips and he's looking around with his chest puffed out. And there's, there's a pretty sizable crowd of people looking on from everywhere. And there's a lot of happy chatter and people go, oh, yeah, it's it's popular. Uh, pointing at him, uh, cameras come out. There's a lot more flashing, and he himself has this glow this about him. This corona, this corona of uh, of light, as he smiles and looks around and does his best uh, modest face as he's smiling and offers him, "Hey, uh, how you doing?" Hey. <laughs> and uh, looks to you guys first, sees the guys in the ground. He says, "Oh, I see you've assisted me in apprehending these suspects." Yeah, man. Just doing just doing the work. Just doing the job. Happy to have you here. Mm, happy to have such reliable regulators to help me play cleanup crew for the less important duties. Athena is swallowing everything, all of the vitriol from the past half an hour, just into her just into her core where it festers as a mm-hmm. mental illness. And I think um, Lepaco flutters down and he's oh, he just, was still in the air? He's still in the air. <laughs> well. And he comes down and he says, oh, Mr. Bulick, it's so nice to see you. Of course he loves him. And he looks up and he says, oh, um, yes, and you as well, my fine friend. And then turns back to uh, the rest of you. He looks around and he says, well... This is my bust, so I suppose I'll uh, be taking these no. prisoners with me and no. be on my way. And you can all get back to your regularly scheduled duties. I didn't take the boots. I didn't take the boots. But I did write in them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't live on the surface for seven years and not become quick. Fighting over scraps in the Olera streets. I wrote in those boots. Alright, so as all of this is happening, of course, Phil hops off and has his camera and just does some wide sweeping. He focuses a lot on the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets a lot of these crowd shots of them, like, pointing at him and looking all happy. And then he gets one of, you know, Bolt standing over where you guys. 
he frames it in such a way that Bolt is blocking all of you from the picture, That's and it's fine. just him next to these people. That's how Athena's happiest these days, just staying out of staying out of sight. I think um, Phil actually sees you. Oh no! And he's like, "Oh, good, you are wonderful for today's ratings. Let's get you in there." Oh no! His tongue whips out no. and sort of like pulls your no. back to pull you in frame, and still now he's holding the camera just as he yanks you into the frame standing cool. next to Bolt and cool. Bolt uh, puts a hand on your shoulder and leans down and says so how's it going? <laughs> I like this romantic interest you're trying to shoehorn in of Bolt Wonder, Wonderful, yes. It's so good. I think she um... Smile and wave, smile and wave. She does smile and she does one wave and then she puts her hand on her hip and says, You know, Bolt, this is my first day back on the job, and I'm feeling pretty good, I gotta say. Those are my boots. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he he's smiling and waving, and you say that, and he looks over to you with a confused expression, looks down, and he says, Yes, you are wearing boots. Good for you. <laughs> did, did you lace them yourself? <laughs> You'll find I did. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. She's <laughs> really leaning into it, huh? I mean, if she's gonna be on camera, she can't just look like a jackass. So she has to match his level, so it's not. So the disparity of their excitement levels is not noticeable. Maybe mm -hmm. she'll go unnoticed. Gotcha. Is what she's trying to do right now. So I just I just want to tell you that there was a moment right now where you completely turned around a couple of things that I had like expected to happen in the future and gave me such a better such a just <laughs> wonderful thing. Thank you for this gift. You're welcome. I'm really Athena will not now. thank you, oh, but no. Doug thanks you. It's, it's all good. It's, it's great. It's gonna. <laughs> So you were smiling and waving and just, just ha ha one ha, wave. Just, just one just one wave hand on hip just yep. la laughing just leaning into it. Yep. And um I think Lepaco is still floating nearby and is just doing like a very pattery clap just like See this part oh, of this what I hoped would happen. He'd be really <laughs> impressed cuz he seems to like bolt a lot. This is wonderful. He I I think Lepaco like slowly tries to float into the shot himself <laughs> like just slowly edging in. And maybe gets lucky a little bit here and there, and uh, Bolt just maybe keeps budging towards, like, just slowly moving so the shot is rotating around the people. And uh, Lepaco just says, oh, Mr. Bolt, it's so wonderful to see you. You're such an inspiration to our city and doing all the fine work you do. And he says, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am, aren't I? You know, this one over here, she might learn a thing or two from you. Yeah, I might. You never know, right? <laughs> what a team we would make! And he oh, what a claps team. you in and crushes you in just a little bit and waves to everybody else and says... I think when he crushes her in, that is the moment her facade breaks and she looks so uncomfortable once more. And then she tries to push that back down, but does not succeed 100%. Uh, smile, you're still on camera. Yeah, still on camera. It's <laughs> made it great still. All right, um, so th this goes on for another moment of two. I broke her fucking rib. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you roll for it. Um, but you look over and the other regulators are just off to the sides, like arms folded, staring out, like really not enjoying this, but sort of they know I how it she, goes. I think she looks over behind Bolt's back with eyes that say, please help me. 
please help me. And the rest of them are just standing Please there watching you, like, slowly shaking their heads. You guys. You guys, um, please help me. We're all in this together. <laughs> We're a unit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, With her eyes, naturally. Sure, of course. All of, that, all of that is happening. Athena has no savior here. No one comes to your rescue. That's usual, huh? Mm-hmm. And eventually, Phil gets tired, and he says, mm -hmm. "You really got a knack for this." Thanks. I don't know how much I'd like to do it going forward, but I'm yeah, glad yeah, I can whatever, help. Whatever. Mm -hmm. What's your friend's name? Oh, uh, I just met her. I don't. I don't know really. I know you. I know her name too. You just gotta set me up with her. Matuka. Yeah. I'll, I'll. I'll ask. I'll. I'll. I'll lay some groundwork for you, Phil. How about that? Uh, roll me a persuade on that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, don't, my... <laughs> don't roll. He buys it. He believes <laughs> oh, good. He's good on that. Oh, thank God. So, Phil, before I um, before I go and talk to Tuka for you, I just, I got a question. What, what do you like about her? Why are you, why are you hounding my new friend? Just tell me, tell me something good. I mean, she's, uh... She's a uh, an interesting person. She's uh quite a looker. I like her feathers. She's fiery and she's fierce and uh she's a person of interest. What's not to like? You know, Phil, all things considered that could have that could have that answer could have been a lot worse, so I think I think I'll give her I'll give her a shout for you. That's what I like to hear. I mean I got your business card and everything. Mm-hmm. Very official. If I maybe do mention something to Tuka that, you know, you were very helpful tonight with stuff, would you mind maybe putting a favorable word in about my dad's restaurant? Escarglots? Fine Caldonics cuisine? Oh. Um. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I could do that. I've heard of that place. Yeah? And he looks at you and looks around and says, I heard it ain't very good. Well, I think you'll find that he would probably heard about the place across the street because it's garbage. Tell you, oh, the Mobius Strip. I love that place. Oh, God damn it, Phil. He probably wouldn't like us car glow, but well, I would appreciate tell, it. Tell you what, you put in that good word for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get me, uh, you get me a dinner on the house and we'll, uh, I'll come and do a taste test and maybe we can work something out. Oh, um, how about dinner for two? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Alright, Phil. We'll see. He, uh, oh god. His circular eyes resting on top of his head sink down just a little bit and his lids close. He looks a little smug. Alright, well, you got my card. I do have your card. I'll set something up. Don't worry about it. Mm. And he begins to waddle away looking very pleased with himself. God, I hope the legend, Tuka's cool the legend about this of, shit. The legend of Phil Nutter lives on. <laughs> it continues. Phil Nutter's gonna be the big bad. I know it. <laughs> it's when I don't get on this date to make him crazy. I want to say there's like one final shot of uh, Phil walking away and you kind of looking after him and Bolt still standing there like waving to the crowd. Is and he waving like a Disney princess? Like the one, two, 
Oh, I missed a spot down on the window. Oh, I'm just. I'm I think this is more window. like oh, the maybe it's like a Miss Amer like the the wrist mm, turn. The little wrist turn. The little wrist turn really gets on a lot of mileage with big hands like that. In the background, there's maybe just the smoke from in in the distance from that building and uh, the building that I and, assume is maybe blown up. Maybe and people are like starting to point, notice that, and he turns around and he, and he sees it and goes, huh, and leans down to you and says, "Oh, what a mess, huh?" Is that you? Well, I, she winks real slow at him, and he just goes. He does like a double blink, like, "Oh God, he's so <laughs> dumb." However, all in a day's work. He leans a little closer and looks around. And he says, "This undercover work is harder than they make it look." What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and he turns oh over and uh, hefts the four people with relative ease and looks around and says, Well, I'm out. Alright, see you later, Paul. See you around, man. He goes to step on the board and it sputters to life. That's a lot of extra like, people yeah, on there. Bar- it like, barely moves. So is like the back it's of like it scraping s- the... <laughs> <laughs> It's like a slow <laughs> hover away. I don't. Oh my god! I don't. I think he balances it well enough that it it moves and he's able oh, to do that. Um, Jesus Christ! Heading back towards the spire, uh, leaving the rest of you Why with uh, with, with oh uh, a bunch of messed up streets and um, misappropriated metal objects and uh, all sorts of stuff. So, and I think Lepac. I, have- I think as Bolt is like taking everybody away, Lepaco is just like watching him happily, and then turns back to you and just has a contented sigh, like, "Hmm, it's pretty cool, huh?" Oh, Mister Bolt's wonderful. As we're talking, I'd like to use my last, my very last Benny, to get back enough power points to use shape metal to fix some of these chairs I fucked up and maybe metal things that got a little boofed in the fight. I, I think you can u- use your Benny for story purposes to just like try to start putting your I wanna, stuff back. I want to try and put stuff back where it back where it belongs as I'm talking with Lepaco. Make me a smarts roll to see how well you do. Just a straight up smarts roll. If this is going to be a situation where you just like throw it all in a corner. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You you do a very good job of putting everything generally back where it was. Whew. And, uh... Yeah, as, as you're talking to Lepaco, what are you saying to Lepaco? Just talking about Bolt. Just, like, man, I this guy wasn't around when I was here before. He seems like he's he's good for the people. Good for the morale. Mm. You know? Yes, he's very good for the people. He's very good for the division. And, uh... And he looks down at his list and he says, I think y'all ought to think about taking a page out of his book. Oh yeah, what? It, which pages? Oh, I don't know. Any of them? All of them? Whew! Miss Sedaris, Ms. sorry, Regu- <laughs> Regulator Sedaris. This is a uh, man. This has been quite a day, and we've only been going for about ten minutes now. Yeah. But we got everybody mm-hmm. fixed up most of the scene that I'm able to with my proclivities. You know, we fixed up most of the we got. Hardy, idle chatter, questioning the validity of a superior officer's orders and or assignment, gossiping, rumor mongering, property damage, reckless use of powers, failure to apprehend suspect. Well, I guess that one's taken care of now. Mm-hmm. Threatening citizens, looting before ensuring civilian safety. It 
don't look too good, Mr. Darren. I think I can call right here, actually. You have a nice day. Okay. I'll see y'all later. Do yeah. you want to take my badge now, or should I give it back to Rex? Oh, that's not for me to decide. I'm an observer. I just pass along my recommendation. Okay. Okay. Y'all have a nice day now. It was nice to meet you. Y'all seem really nice. It was nice to meet you too, Regulator Lepaco. Um, what should I do with the rest of my shift? Am I back to the spire? Should I help out here? I... Any direction. He's, he's like flying up and away now, just sort of like... I'd say do your job. Flies off. Into oh my god. <laughs> fl flies <laughs> into away. Into the fucking ether <laughs> once he ether. came. Thank you for that balm. <laughs> she shouts after him. After you turn away from Lepaco, there is a very short, brief moment before you hear his voice behind you much, much closer. And he says, actually, y'all shouldn't be out here anymore. You should probably pack it up, go back to the spire, await future instructions from the powers that be. <laughs> God, and he's gone again. <laughs> and drifting away. She clomps over to the group of regulators. <laughs> Guys, I don't think my reinstatement day's going so hot. Kicks a stone. <laughs> yeah, you do that, and the others sort of like look around, and they say, "One of them says, um, yeah, how long you been back now? How many? A week. Hmm. Well, sure, get on the news a lot. Yeah, it was an accident. There, mm. it's all accidents, man. It's just been a real bad week of luck. A lot of that going around, huh? Apparently. Another one's like. Yeah, you know, at a certain point, it, it kind of feels like it's not luck and it's more coincidence or maybe it's on purpose. I mean, ha she's very frustrated. She's she, This day is not how she had hoped. And there's another one kind of crosses his arms and says, You uh, seem pretty close with Mr. Bolt there. No. See, I don't know. Pretty chummy to me. Pretty chummy. Yeah, well, you gotta, you know, appease the powers that be in regulation, I guess, is what people keep telling me, so I'm just trying to do a good job. And she's getting progressively redder and redder. Mm -hmm. I think there's, there's a moment <sighs> where she they, like... She just leans against the wall, which I assume is right there. Sure, why not? She's got a lot of nervous energy right now, because sure. she thinks she might be fired before she's even technically rehired. And her gauntlets are just making these geometric, angry shapes rising up and in and out, and ugh. You're doing all this, and the other ones kind of take a step away from you. Oh, no. Just to give you a little bit of space. And the other one says, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back to my job." Mm-hmm. And the the other ones are sort of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. back back to active duty. Yeah, going going back to work. Yeah." I and sort of dr drift away from Athena. Cool. Athena's by herself. <laughs> no partner. Probably fired. And I think uh, there's a moment where you're slumped against the wall and um, some... There's like a, a group of pedestrians like, mm -hmm. in the that are passing by and um, a man and a woman come over to you and they have a, a little kid with them. The woman says, I, I just wanted you to know I saw what you did and I... You know, I know it was you and not them, so chin up. I think she smiles very big 
And it says, thank you. And then uh, the kid's it's like... why we do it, I guess. <laughs> and then the little kid's like, Mommy, she was next to Paul Bulek! <sighs> sure was, pal. You know Paul Bulek! I kind of... It's my little kid voice. Do you like I, it? <laughs> I do like it. It's, very, it's how little kids sound to me. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's pretty cool, isn't he? Big yeah. guy all shiny like that. Yeah, Bolt's really cool. Yep. I can sound like him too. Ah! <laughs> oh god. <laughs> half Bolt, half Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They call me. Uh, oh, uh, dude, I'm just Kermit that's now. Definitely just Kermit. It's Kermit now. They call me uh, Bolt the uh, Bulek. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she kneels down, gives the kid a little pat on his shoulder, and it's like. If you drink your milk and grow big and strong, you can maybe be like Bolt Bulek too. And then she leaves. Yeah, and I think the kid gives you like a doofy smile. All right. <laughs> well, I guess Athena's heading back to the spire. That's, I guess that's just what she's doing. So, is there a, a you know what? Fuck it. She's not taking the highway. She's walking back. She's on, she's on duty. She's patrolling the area. Athena on duty. Okay. For the but last yeah, you time. can. Uh, you can head back to the spire. Um, Lepaku's instructions were basically just go back there and just hang out. Hang out. Uh, what are you gonna do once you get there? Well, I've had this nice little satchel with me that I got off of that person that nobody seemed to notice. So I'd really That's like to take a peek at true. that. You did kind of grab that while everybody else was doing stuff, and I it was a I sort would. of a hidden thing on their person. So I would like to take a peek at that. Uh, and where are you doing this? Probably in a break room. I mean, if she has to go back to the spire, doesn't really know where she should be right now. That's fair. Yep, you get back to the spire and you're in a break room and you're just going to go through the satchel? Yeah, I guess. So you open it and there is a bag of dust. Just a baggie of dust. It's a baggie of dust. Multicolored rainbow glistening dust. There is a piece of paper. What does it say? It's folded, so you open it up, and it's uh, it's normal scribble shroom paper mm -hmm. with foreign symbols and just weird words that make absolutely no sense to you. It's like gibberish. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean anything. And sort of in the hodgepodge of all of that, you do see Ali Sahir is written. What does it mean? And you also notice that... Um, Okay, th this one will make you roll for. Roll me... I think just a, a regular old smarts. Regular smarts? Regular old smart. How smart is Athena today? Four smart! Four smart, okay. Um, it's, it's gibberish, and you don't understand it, and you don't know what any of it means, but it looks exactly like the stuff you found in Strickland's. Like the same, the same weird kind of symbols and script and gotcha. symbols. Ali Sahir, that, that's all the same. And uh, there is a separate little piece of paper that you pull out. It's like a note card. Mm -hmm. A note card size thing. And there is an address. Oh, what's the address? It's, um... It, it's sort of like coordinates. And it's appears to be by the waterfront maybe on where the they western were running, edge maybe huh? where they were running who knows mm. but yeah there's there's an address gotcha and that's it gotcha. bag of dust cryptic note with ali sahir written and a smaller note card with an address 
She keeps the coordinates up in her noodle, but she puts it back in the bag. But she keeps... She the keeps dust. the uh, no. <laughs> no. Athena she, has a new profession as a drug dealer. Gotta, Leaving the regulators. I mean, regulate she, this. If she's gonna be fired anyway, if you can't beat them, join them. Can't beat them, snort them. <laughs> so she puts, she keeps the paper with the squiggles and the Ollie Sahir on it. She keeps that. Okay. But she puts everything back in the bag and then she takes the bag to be processed as contraband. Okay. All right. Wherever that would be. Yeah, well, there is the... I don't think it would be down in the contraband room. There's probably, like, drop areas. I mean, the the spire is the main place in the city. Uh, yeah, and I think um, throughout the spire, there's probably a couple of places that you can drop things off, but one central processing area that you just take it, and they ask you to fill out a little incident report just saying, you know, where did you get this, what happened... Gotcha. I, I tap it and I'm like, there's scuffle dust in here, so be careful when you're opening it. And they nod to you and uh, take it away. Do you just, I mean, what what information do you give them? Do you just say what happened? Yeah. Like nothing yeah. embellishing just then? All right. Nope, just that. All right, so you kept the note but left the address. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure? Yeah, but I've, I've, perhaps I've written it down on the other note. I just want, I just don't want them to get that. No, I got you. I'm yeah. Okay. And you are summoned downstairs. Mm-hmm. How far downstairs? Uh, to the main lobby. I think it's. Oh, okay. I think you get a page from Rebexy or something like that, okay. who t- asks you to come down. And she, Rebexy, summons you down to the lobby at the end of your shift, and she says, "Oh, um, Regulator Sidaris, um, how was your first day back?" Well, Rebexy, I'm a little worried I might not be a regulator tomorrow. Uh, and she puts on um, the most positive expression that she can and says, Oh, well, um, I am sure that's not specifically the case. Oh, wait till you see the news tomorrow. Oh, well, um... You you've been summoned for special meeting. Um, it's a mandatory meeting. It's oh. in about uh, two hours in the proctor's office. Oh, good. She requested your presence. Okay. Do you think I should get this badge shined before I give it back to her? I think you shouldn't give up on what you want so easily. That's fair. How? I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And she smiles, but maybe not in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, shall I mark you as in attendance? Yeah. Okay. I'll just, I guess, I, I mean, I was just gonna go home, but I'll stick around for two hours. I mean, where can I... I'm sure I can think of something. I'm sure you could. You know, Rebexy, is Dr. Naveen around today? Oh, um, let me look. And she taps at her keyboard. Clack, 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 clack. I should probably ask her if she got that plant. I ensured she did. Thank you. I don't know if she liked it. Well, it's a, it's probably a hard read on that. I wouldn't know. I'm not very good with plants. I'm not either. She smiles. In her eyes, at least. And Yeah. I think she leans on her cheeks, like her fists are balled up as she's leaning on the, on the desk, just 
Um, yes, it appears that she is still in-house, so to speak. I trust you know the way. I think more or less I can probably get, get myself there. Would you like me to tell her that you're on your way? Um, yeah, maybe that'd be better. Very well. Okay, well, thanks, I'll go do that. You're welcome. Goodbye. All right, bye. And she leaves. She's gone. And she's, I trust, going to yeah. see Rosha. Okay, yeah. so... Alright, um, so you go uh, the same way that Tuka had led you, you know, the week prior, down uh, the corridor off to the side, bunch more corridors, corridor central, and you're outside, and you don't hear the same ruckus that you did last time. Okay. I mean, just heading on in. I would like to hold my breath first. Athena remembered, because it smelled very bad, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she doesn't want to do that again. Okay. You walk through the same menagerie of plants, giant mushrooms, uh, scribble shrooms that create paper and uh, plants and veggies hanging from the wall, vines all over the place. A lot of things glow with bioluminescence. Beautiful. And you make your way down and uh, Roja is seated at one of her tables scribbling in a notebook. And of course, um, Naveen Roja is Yara with the rich sepia skin. Uh, the round cheekbones, the long steel-colored hair with streaks and shades of green, always in her lab coat, with her extra set of vine-like limbs uh, that protrude from her back, and uh, three fingers. Two fingers and a thumb. Is Iva around? Is she alone? Iva's not here. She's alone. Okay. Athena clears her throat and is like, oh, hi, Roja. She continues writing for a moment uh, before putting her writing utensil down and clasping her hands and looking up, and she says, Well, good evening. To what do I owe this distinct honor? I was just wondering if you got the plant that I sent. I know it's kind of hard for me to gauge if you got it, because there are a lot of of plants in here. I thought you might like it, but I don't really know. It was a, um, it was a thoughtful expression. And she points off to one side, and uh, you do see the the pot. It's, like, on a shelf of tons of other plants. Yeah. But it's alive, it appears to be oh, that's sitting good. there. She, she hasn't killed it out of spite. No. It was um, a very thoughtful attempt at a practical gift. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. I just wanted to say thank you for helping me out the other night and for um, apparently taking care of Pavi this whole time and uh, I don't know she just talks about you a lot and I needed to say thank you well you of course do not need to thank me for doing my job um, but you're welcome um I don't you have she maybe in character like starts to say something a few times and then takes off her glasses and rubs at her nose and says why don't you come and sit down for a moment? Oh, yeah, sure. Is, is there a chair nearby? Yeah, there's, there, okay. there are a couple, like, lab chairs around. Just They're, like, stool-like Ooh, is it, is it on wheels? Sure, one of them. Yes, on wheels, I yes. want that one. All right. Um, Athena. The way you have phrased that statement concerns me. Oh, no. Did I do this again? I'm sorry, my tact isn't very good these days, apparently, and I've been running into that problem a lot, and I'm trying to get better. And she she puts up a hand to stop any kind of rambling that's about to happen. She says, you misunderstand. 
You said you appreciate that I took care of Pavi. Uh -huh. Pavi does not need anyone to take care of her. Pavi needs to stand on her own two feet to live her life the way she wants to. Mm -hmm. And um, in some ways to be supported by those around her, as we all do. It's more what I meant. Certainly. But it says to me that you view it as your job to look out for her, to make decisions for her that affect her, that sort of thing, which doesn't seem practical, especially given your current state. Mm -hmm. So, yes, Pavi is my friend, and I worry for her, and I want her to be happy and prosperous and successful and to move on. There are some things that weigh us down, that we carry throughout our lives. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I heard you had a busy time after you were here last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you remember when you were saying that Tuka tends to find herself in dangerous situations? I do. It was it was one of those. Um, I thought it might be. I yeah. also read the report. Mm-hmm, and probably saw the news. And saw the news, yes. You made quite a... Quite a ripple. Uh, yeah. I think I might make another one tomorrow. And she grimaces. Oh, is that so? <laughs> yeah, I think I goofed up. Between you and me, I've got a meeting in a little bit. I think I might be getting fired. <laughs> so, uh, maybe, maybe I need to look for a new job? Why are you convinced that you're going to be fired? My report, or my, the, the, the regulator who was doing my thing today, my evaluation, I don't think he likes me at all, and my sheet did not have any good tallies in the section where I wanted there to be tallies, even though I feel like I did okay. Well, without having been there myself, it's difficult to say. I hope for the best for you, of course. <laughs> um, ah, uh, like you say all this and she wrinkles her nose and purses her lips and says are you really worried that they would fire you? Yeah? You come from a family with substantial influence but very I'm... deep pockets that's not how I grew up we didn't have a ton of money we were just, my dad owns a restaurant I mean you know my parents yes I do and I know your family with very deep pockets yeah, but Dad didn't want any of it. He always wanted to go stand on his own two feet. Like, even now, the restaurant's failing, and he's still not accepting any help. Not even from me. Athena, are you so dense? Truly? Apparently. That your grandfather is one of the most influential men in the city. Mm -hmm. That he sits on the council. That your grandmother, his wife, is deeply rooted in Olerico politics backing in the city that they are two of the wealthiest individuals, do you really believe that they would allow their granddaughter to collapse into political turmoil or to be looked down upon or anything like that? I mean, goddamn, I hope so. Otherwise, what am I doing any of this for if it's not by merit? It's an excellent question. <sighs> so, your file is sealed. Did you know that? What? Your file. Your, your regulator file. 
It is sealed. I don't know why that would be. Nothing to do with very deep pockets, perhaps. Why would they seal it? I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't done anything that people can't look at. Maybe not that people can't look at, but maybe that some people don't want others to look at. God, what did I do? I think she's th trying to think back very, very worriedly and trying to figure out why this would be closed. <laughs> mm -mm. And I, Roja, like, spends a lot of this conversation just, like, staring at you very point- like, watching- gauging your expression very carefully. Like, she's- she's really trying to get a read on how you react to this information. I think mostly worry? You had my file the other night, though, didn't you? Was it closed then? No, Is it, it wasn't. Oh. Uh, so today, then? I don't know. I don't check it every day, Athena. I do have a schedule. I do have a job. I yeah. do have other interests. No, no, I know. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, this has been a good chat. Guess I should probably get on the road since I'm... <laughs> she just starts muttering to herself. Just having a tough time of it. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure... Like, that was a weird thing to drop on her. And she doesn't know what to say or... Roja is very... She's not receptive to the mopey attitude. Mm -hmm. So all, all of this is just met with like the same stare, just right. like watching her. Right. Uh, what do you. Uh, so she hasn't responded. She didn't say no. anything to that. Are you going to get up and leave? Are you going to further the conversation? Are you going to sit there awkwardly? I think she sits there awkwardly for a second. She's looking at the floor because she's really embarrassed and she doesn't know what's going on, like at all, ever, apparently. But she wants to fix that. I... This stuff, non-withstanding... Um... I'd really like to learn how to research to be smarter. Maybe... Learn how to help my mom. Because I don't know what's wrong with her. And... I'm worried. So I want to learn about what happened to her. And nobody's telling me what happened. I don't... I don't know. She went to a different door at work. Can a person... Can a person lose their link? Yes. Did she? You and obviously she, she can, know her. Yeah, she considers this and she says, I have known Valerie for not as long as Bavi. Mm-hmm. There was a time that I knew her, before the accident, when she was more vigorous, perhaps, mm -hmm. is the correct term for it. I believe it is more psychological than anything. It is a block. It is... Your mother lost nearly everything, Athena. She, her daughter, disappeared into nothingness. Her parents, both gone in one fell swoop. She does not have a close relationship with her in-laws. She does not have any other children, no other siblings. She's a husband with a struggling, failing business. And she has a profession, which is located in the same place where her parents were killed. Yeah. So, is it any wonder that she finds herself lost and alone and scared, perhaps? Without direction? Without purpose? No. There you are. But it is 
not something you can fix for her. It is something that she must dig deep to find the purpose herself. You know, she, you can help her in that way. You can be there as her daughter. You can help her live, help her find happiness, help her perhaps let go of that. Beyond that, it is difficult to say. She has never wanted to have any kind of uh, examinations or counseling or anything beyond that. Mm. She exists. She's a kind woman. Mm-hmm. And I hope she will get better. But I can only offer my help to her, and it is up to her to say yes. Her her posture most of this time has been more defensive, you know, crossed arms, crossed legs, that sort of thing. She's mm-hmm. sort of like tolerating your presence here. Right, because she doesn't really like me at all. Not especially right now. Yeah. Athena, I don't know how many will speak plainly and bluntly to you. I would like it if you did. Or good, because I'm going to. Cool, cool. She mentally buckles in. Right. I can see that family is important to you, which I respect. I don't know... I don't know what hole Pavi dragged you out of. I don't know how you found yourself there. I don't believe that you were kidnapped from the city. I think it's more likely that you went to the surface to find adventure and fun and whatever it is you got up to. I don't know if you were destitute, if you needed money, if you fell into a trap, if you were adult. I don't care. But I don't know where Pavi pulled you out of. And now you're back here, trying to slip back into the same life. And I'm sure that must have been hard. And difficult but you still have your perhaps your grandfather perhaps he pulled your file the shame of having a granddaughter run away and embarrass you i don't know i i know none of these things but i do know what what the upper class looks like i do know how they view people even family so if there's anything i can do to help you help your mother i will but As far as you are concerned, I don't know yet. I want you to build yourself back up, learn how to live, learn how to do things right, and don't drag Pavi back down to where you came from. She pulled you out once, but I won't let her get pulled down with you. Athena leans in to Roja. And as she was sitting through that last bit of calm berating, her eyes grew hard and flat, and she is not smiling now. Roja, I'd like to speak plainly as well. If you think I had a choice about leaving, and you think I wouldn't have taken Pavi with me in a heartbeat if things had been different, you're making an incredibly wild assumption about me and you don't know me that's okay but pavi knows what happened to me she knows everything now and she told me i can trust you but i've had a very long and difficult number of years so you'll forgive me if i don't just give you the benefit of the doubt but i will tell you this everything i did was to protect pavi and my family to make sure they didn't get disappeared in the night to make sure they were safe. And I know 
I know Pavi never needs me to make a decision for her. You... <laughs> you've misinterpreted our relationship. I need Pavi so much more than she will ever need me. She's my best friend and I love her like a sister and she's been my compass my whole life. And she is so much stronger than I am. And she came for me. She came for me. And if she didn't, I don't know when I would have come back. Because I was scared. I know she doesn't need taken care of. But apparently, I destroyed her for years. <sighs> and I'll never... And I'll never forgive myself for that, and I don't think I should, and she might not either. And that's okay. So my gratitude earlier, that was for you being there to help her through the disaster my absence caused, not for taking care of her, for caring about her, showing her kindness when she needed it, for picking up the slack like she did with my parents. My dad, my dad called me Pavi, and he didn't even realize it. My mom didn't either. So I get that there's been a shift in relationship dynamics, and I can't begrudge that, because it's all my fault. It's all my fault because you were all down here picking up the pieces I left while I was up gallivanting with the toppers. As you said. I think she gets up and she starts to pace and... <sighs> Everyone since I came back has this colored perception of me that I left to go be with Joel and that's not true. It's not what happened. So to have everyone have this smug little look on their face when I come back and the other half of folks just treat me like I'm some dumb idiot. Some fucking moron who got kidnapped. <laughs> I've only met one new person since I came back. There's only been one person who hasn't talked down to me or treated like me like I'm an idiot. And, and she's in a rough spot too and I just want to help her. Ugh. What would you do? Athena is just all of her anger and vitriol from the past day and hurt and confusion over the past week is just pouring out at this poor woman who like if the roles had been swapped Athena would be doing the same thing she'd be very skeptical of this bitch who came back after seven years causing nothing but harm and destruction in her wake so she gets it so Roja sits and listens as you go off on your tirade. Mm -hmm. uh, her expression is mostly passive and gives nothing away, but there are moments where that facade cracks and there are mixtures of confusion, um, some irritation, maybe anger, and concern uh, that cross over her face. And after you finish, uh, she sits in silence for probably a long period of time just processing what you've told her mm -hmm. and lets you continue pacing before she speaks again oh she's been doing, doing nothing but pacing I figured um so you were not kidnapped maybe we could talk about this somewhere else you know maybe this isn't the best place she quirks an eyebrow at that you accuse me of 
making assumptions and you're right i am uh, because that's what i have to work with that's what the information tells me why do you not want to speak here i mean you seem pretty smart i think you could pick up context clues maybe from along the the breadcrumbs so maybe if you want to come over later i doubt i'll be doing anything and she um takes another pause to process what you're saying and you similar to silas i think she sits there and you can watch her eyes sort of move around the room as she's thinking and she pushes herself to her feet and moves over to one of her work desks and leans on it, looking down at the papers as she's speaking to you, and she says, I understand that you don't trust me, which is fine. Uh, fair enough. I do not trust you either. You have given me every reason to doubt you and your actions. Mm-hmm. There are holes inconsistencies both in your behavior and this story that you've concocted and spread it doesn't take an inquisitor to see that yes very well um when i mean i'll just i'll just be at home whenever you're free i assume you know how to get there she looks up at you and says, I think I can find my way. Mm-hmm. Um, is Pavi going to be there? Probably. And she nods at that and says, Very well. I will come by. Cool. Um, well... I'm going to go to the records room and find out why the fuck my file's closed. So, if you want to come, feel free, but that's where I'm going. Still got a little time before my meeting. She squints at the clock on the wall. What would the purpose of me coming with you be? I don't know, you seemed curious. I don't know. I'm not saying no, I just wanted to understand your reasoning. I don't know, maybe there isn't much reason to it. You know, I suppose I that mean, seems analogous to most of the situation thus far. Eh, here's the thing: if you're gonna, if we're gonna tell you some stuff later, you might as well have a f- the full picture of whatever the fuck's gonna happen. Cause I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know. And this is pertaining to the records room. Who's to say? I think she takes off her glasses and rubs at her nose again and says, This seems needlessly complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think just sort of like at a loss and just like this conversation, I don't understand this conversation, what's happening, just sort of waves a hand and says, Fine. Yes. I suppose. All right. L- lead cool. on. I guess Athena does. But we're going to the stairs. I'm making her walk for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so... Roja will 
follow you to the records room and you say you're taking the stairs. Absolutely. All right, I want to say there's partially like- Partially because she just doesn't want to be in an elevator right now. Partially to annoy Roja, maybe. <laughs> I want to say there's um, like a long, I don't know if tracking shot is the right one, but like the, the camera is outside of the stairwell and mm -hmm. we just see like you and Roja walking <laughs> slowly down. <laughs> all these flights of stairs. There are so many stairs. There's so many stairs. And Rosa is following you. And I think, um, I think at first she's walking with her regular legs and then at a certain point starts using her vine legs to mm -hmm. move. So maybe she's just like herself floating, <laughs> like with her arms crossed as she vines her way down <laughs> past you and can, or follows you. Right. Is there a reason we are taking the stairs? Because I don't like elevators right now. There's a fun truth nugget for you. I know you're collecting those. Also, why yes, do you wear well, sneakers if you're never going to walk? I do walk. Mm. They're comfortable. Um, yeah. They're cute. It's beside the point. Thank you. Athena's just... She's having a real fucking weird day. Yeah, I think Roja can tell. Um... So, uh, your aversion to elevators, does that also factor into this mysterious circumstance we find ourselves in? Yes. Really? Yeah? <laughs> like, this is just... <laughs> she wasn't ex actually expecting the answer to that. This is quite a puzzle, Sedaris. Mm-hmm. I'm missing a few pieces myself. <laughs> that is obvious. Well, all right. How far are we down? <laughs> <laughs> Flash forward. <laughs> all right, well, you guys eventually make it into the bowels of the spire where the records room is located. In the records room, I mean, it's basically like a big old storage library with filing cabinets and shit because, uh, you know, mushroom paper, biodegradable, all that good stuff. <laughs> so... It's, it's preserved well. Yeah, that's good. Um, and it's extensive. I mean, the regulators have only existed for about 50 or so years, I think is what we settled on. Some amount. So it hasn't been there for like the entire span of Caldonic's history. But this is probably one of the safest places in the entire city in terms of like keeping stuff away from harm. Mm -hmm. So maybe it also serves as like... An information jail. <laughs> Maybe that's basically what it is. Maybe there's another part of the spire that's like a vault hmm. for items and stuff, but I don't think that would be in the same place. So Probably not. All right, so you get to the records room, and much like uh, when you met Rex, Rex Dune, um, there's a front counter mm -hmm. with a uh, d side door that allows you to go inside, uh, but you have to be buzzed in because it's you know secure and confidential. And there is an older woman sitting behind the counter, and she's shorter, um plump uh, with big blocky framed glasses and uh, graying and white hair and uh, she looks over to you as you're walking with Roja and adjusts her glasses and waits for you to approach I do approach good afternoon sweetie what can I do for you today oh just looking for a couple files okay what what files are you looking for mine your files. Um, I want to say this is probably you probably know Gail. Like I feel probably. like she's been, she's a she's a fixture. Yeah. 
I would um, assume so. And she adjusts her glasses and leans in a little bit and says, Is that little Deirdre? <laughs> it is. Oh, sweetie, how are you? I, I didn't even know you were back. I just got back pretty much. This is my first day back. How oh. you doing, Gail? Oh, well, you know. And she kind of flutters her hands around. It's always a gas down here. <laughs> oh, don't I know it. So, um, what, where have you been? It's been a long time. I tell her I, I got kidnapped, I oh, guess. Okay. Oh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, but you're, you're back now and that's what mm-hmm. matters. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm looking at it, too. It's, it's important to have a positive outlook. Good yeah. for you, sweetie. Thanks, Gil. And Rose is behind you, just like. She <laughs> bet she hates this. Oh yeah, she's her arms are crossed. She's just she's regretting being here, probably. Oh, uh, so you're looking for your file? Yeah, I just wanted to look at some stuff from before, just as a refresher. Oh, okay. And she uh, slowly moves over to her computer and clicks a couple times and says. Oh, well, um, it looks like your file's sealed right now. What does that mean? And she looks over at you and pushes her glasses up and says, It means your file is sealed, sweetie. You're not... It's it's closed. Not open for business. I mean, Gail, what are the chances it was just sealed when I was gone? Because I was gone for so long. Is, isn't there any way... Isn't there any way for... You know, little old Deirdre, you can help me out. Please. I'm just, uh, I just, it's been kind of a rough day, you know? Maybe next time I bring you those chocolates you like. All right, go ahead and roll Persuade. Uh, plus two. Plus if you're gonna, two? If you're going to bring her chocolates. Ah, yeah. She likes that. God damn. No, plus two, it's a four. Okay. I'm good. All right. <laughs> and she, um, I think there's a long moment as she looks at you and she starts to, like, do this, like, slow swing back and forth and she's just... Oh, all right, all right. Just because it's you, and just because I haven't seen you for seven years, and because you're going to bring me chocolates. And because I'm going to bring you chocolates. And because it's your file, not someone else's. That's, I wouldn't, I would, uh, she looks over at Roja and points a finger and says, I would never do this for someone else. <laughs> what and is Roja there? Roja just shrugs and says, far be it from me to tell you how to do your job. And uh, I don't think she likes that very much, but... Probably not. Gail sort of sniffs and says, Well, let's see how helpful I am when you come needing me to help you next time. And uh, presses a button and the door on the side buzzes. (laughs) And we're in! Yeah, well, you walk in and Roja starts to and says, Oh, no, no, not you. You stay out of here. I think Athena just... And Roja, like, stops and, like, has her hands out, just like, Come on, really? Gail, can my friend come in? No. Please. I'll put I'll put the peanut butter in the chocolates like you like. The little truffle ones. The little... You're, you're gonna be the death of me. <laughs> no. Get it. Go ahead. Go in. Yes. Flawless and, and, victory. And Rosa sort of walks in with her arms crossed, just looking over at Gail like. Hmm. And Gail does one of those like I'm watching you. I adjust your things. Athena waves and smiles real big and proceeds into the stacks yes. all right i think it's it's probably organized in such a way that you can find it maybe it's alphabetical maybe it's cool i whispered to roja 
Look for my file. I'll be right back. What? Don't worry about it. I'll be right back. And I'm going to look for Harlan Troya. Okay. Um, are you trying to give Rosa the slip? Not at all. Okay. I just need to. I'm just, yeah, gotta, she's not gonna like file. let you just go off and no, do no, something it's, different. I, we're, we're doing, she's, she's gonna follow you. God damn it! Fine. You're not going to drag me in here to use me as a patsy and whatever the. You're not a patsy. I don't know why my file's closed. Yes, but this is not the way to your file. T and S are pretty close together. What is T? Don't worry about it. You'll find out later. She is at the. She looks visibly distressed right now and is like hanging out at the end of the. <laughs> Poor distressed nerd. Just, yeah, just like wringing her hands. Like, what are you doing? I have to do this. All right, so you're looking for Harlan Troy. Yes. Okay. Because I don't want to have whatever bad things the last is gonna do to me if I don't figure this shit out. It's gonna do not a thing. <laughs> Real bad to me If I do that. Oh God. Oh, no. She's gonna fuck up my whole goddamn life. <laughs> yep. She's definitely got enough ammunition to do that. She sure does. It's really bad. Oh man, you don't even know. Oh no. All right. Um, oh. Fuck. Okay, so you do find a file on Harlan Troya, and all of, and all of these files I think are like your, your bog standard Manila file folder type things. Mm-hmm. So you pull it out, the file it's pretty light, it's not extensive. You open it and there is a picture, looks like it's taken from a distance, of a man, a very large, burly, meaty-looking man. Uh, probably Vel, based mm-hmm. on his pupils. Uh, he has a shaved head and very dull gray eyes, and just sort of a, a sour expression on his face. And it's it's like a one-page report, and the information it gives you is he's a person of interest, and he is an employee of the Golden Lotus. Uh, he's a pit boss that is suspected of many illegal acts, notably violent crimes and smuggling. Hmm. And there's, like, a bit more vague information, but nothing super useful aside from that. Okay. That those are, like, the the key nuggets of info. Those are some good info nuggets. I hope it's enough. But that's all that's in here. Gotcha. Okay, well, I guess I close that back up. All right, and um, Roja is still standing at the end. Or, actually, I think she's come closer when she sees you actually pull a file folder out and mm-hmm. she sees it. Harlan Troya? What, what is this? Why have you come for this? Um, it's a little hard to talk about right here, right now, but... And you say that and I think her her eyes narrow and then widen and she sort of like looks... Like goes to look over her shoulder as there's somebody standing behind her and then kind of catches herself and... Well, you never know. I don't like this. No, me either. And yet, here you are. Yet, yeah, here I put, am. Put that back. I, I do. You even need to see your file? Well, I would like to still, yes. Uh, I would like to go see my file, please. All right, she'll, she'll follow you. Um, I think as I'm looking for the right alphabet stack, now mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about uh, the casino again, um, do you know what happened with Pavi and my aunt? My dad didn't want to talk about it, and I thought it would be kind of tactless to ask Pavi, because she seemed very upset about it. So you say that, and uh, she's been following you pretty closely, and you hear her footsteps 
slow for a moment and then pick back up and she says um for now Pavi got herself into a bit of trouble involving the golden lotus it happened years ago and is no longer an issue um but it is not something that we typically bring up that's why I didn't want to ask her um, if she has not told you, it is not my place to. Mm-hmm. But. Is it why she went off active duty? She's, you guys are still just like walking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking for files. Um, no, this was more of a byproduct of that entire situation. Okay. Let us say that, um, are you familiar with the term rock bottom? Yep. So, more more akin to that. Oh, Bobby. Athena, do you know an arrow by the name of Angie? I don't think so. Roja nods like that's the answer that she was expecting. Well, I hope that stays that way. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She's sort of like exhausting herself in this conversation uh, don't mention it to Bavi I won't maybe you could fill me in some more some other time maybe I mean it's kind of kind of quid pro quo with little info nuggets today huh yes well that is I I, I don't even know is that how it normally is uh, it's been like that for a while for me. Hmm. It's very frustrating. <laughs> Can be. Have I found my file yet? Yeah, I think I think you get there and you're you're able to find it alphabetically and you yes. pull the manila folder out and you flip it open and it is completely empty. It's just gone? There's nothing here. I mean the folder's here. Oh. But there's nothing in it. And uh Roja is looming over your shoulder and says that is unorthodox. It's all gone. Yes, it is. Why is it all gone? Well... Who took it? And she, I think, takes her glasses off and buffs them on her shirt a little bit and says, Well, I already gave you my input earlier. Mm, I know. But unorthodox, not surprising. But troubling. You should report this. Um. See, here's the thing. I don't know who I'd report that to, because if they know I'm looking for my file, they might get suspicious. And then, suspicious of what? A lot of things, apparently. My file's gone. I don't know what they know. I don't know what you know. Uh, I don't know what I know. Well, you probably know what you know. Uh she smiles, but it hurts. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is such... Well. You might ask your grandfather. I do need to pay him a visit. Well, he's a very busy man. Mm-hmm. So I keep being reminded... She didn't have anything for that. 
I think she takes a few steps away and says, Well, do you have any other subterfuge to complete while we're here? No, I think that was mainly it. Good. You go first. I will. And she does. Alright, yeah, she'll follow you back up to the entrance where Gale is, and Gale turns and says, So how was it? Everything you wanted it to be? Uh, more or less what I expected. Well, you just, you keep that between us. I will, don't worry. And she looks over to Roja and she says, You were never here and this never happened. Gail's a pro. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> and Roja shrugs and says, Well, I'm not the one who let me in, so... I don't have anything to fear. And leaves it at that. And Gail just goes, huh. <laughs> I don't even know what that sound means. <laughs> goes and sits down. And uh, you look over. Maybe she's doing some Sudoku or something. Well, what time do you think you'll be over? If you want me to be there at a specific time, I will be. I was just wondering if I was going to order in food. What What do you like? What? What do you eat? Why don't you order whatever you want, and I'll treat this as an experiment. Okay, I hope you're not disappointed with my taste as well. Well, if I am, then I've learned one more thing. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, well, thanks for going on this little adventure with me. Yes. I'll see you later. Thank you for implicating me. Well, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound as fun. Well, you know, it's not. Especially when you're doing something that could be, you know, considered illegal or tampering or meddling or any other number of things. Oh man, maybe you shouldn't come over later then. And tell her that? Yeah. And, um... Up to you! She raises her hands. She is grasping at straws. Were you guys having this conversation? I assumed in the stairwell okay. as we were walking back up. Okay, yeah, so this is happening. Uh, Roja stops walking as you guys are going up the stairwell, and she says, Is that a joke? I mean, it was supposed to be. I think you say that, and you're you're ahead of her on the stairs, mm -hmm. and uh, there's this like weird unraveling sound as her legs push out, and she pulls herself up the stairwell ahead of you and like puts herself in your path. Oh. Is like raises herself up in the air, looming over you, and comes down like right next to your face. And she says, I have already warned you that if you are going to drag Pavi back into this hole you've dug for yourself, I will not allow that to happen. And she puts a finger in your face and she says, In my face? And like right in your, like she's inches away from you right now. And she says, I'm going to come over tonight and you'd better have some satisfactory answers. Make sure Pavi's there. I'm sick of this. These double talk. These mind games you play. These lies that you've built up. I'm not going to allow you to hurt my friend for stupid reasons or to drag her back down. And you have made that abundantly clear. I don't think I have. I am a threat to you. If I want to be. And that's why you're coming over tonight. I'd really like to just fill you in on everything. So if you decide to turn me in, you got all the info. 
And you see this, and she stares hard at you, and her, um, her eyes are that burning emerald. And she, um, hoists herself back a little bit. And, uh... I think before she says anything, Athena would like to add, if you decide to do that, make sure Pavi's not involved. Just, just let it be me. She's going up the stairs, like, using her extra set of mm-hmm. legs now just to get out faster. And she says, don't tempt me. And um, I think she actually, she's just, like, pulling herself up the stair, like, instead of That's going up the stairs. That's kind of what I figured. It's very she's, cool. Yeah, she's just going up. And she's gone. She's gone. I think Athena's first thought is, what do I order? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, a, that's such a good reaction yeah. I'll give you a Benny for that so you make your way up the rest of the stairwell and I guess you just kill some time before your meeting yeah that's pretty much just what I'm doing just maybe just hanging out in the main lobby cool. shooting the shit with Rebexy if she's free um she's working you know then just sitting in a chair yep you're on you're on the news every so often excellent Face is it from up. today I don't think it's been long enough oh, good. from today. You know what? You probably wouldn't be on very often. That was like a week ago, so. Mm-hmm. Maybe it pops up like one time. Just on rotation. All right. And when it's time, you go to the meeting. Guess I'm going down that fucking elevator. You can get back in that spooky elevator and ride it down to the correct floor and make your way to the proctor's office. And the doors are closed, but it's. You're right on time. Knock, knock. And there is the same response you got last time, which is enter. And she does. All right. Uh, You walk into the proctor's office just like it was a week ago with the wall of Corey shifting and moving, casting faint light through the dark space. Proctor Reitz is seated behind her desk and she is not alone this time. Uh, Two other figures crowd her desk, and as you take steps deeper into the room, you note that one is Oculus Foz. Okay. Tired looking as he ever is with his uh, glasses and salt and pepper hair, I guess. That's not really salt and pepper, is it? Uh, I guess, I think salt and pepper is like flex. His piano hair. (laughs) His domino hair. Domino hair. Domino! Domino! (laughs) Uh, And the other is facing away from you, and turns around and it is a formidable muscled yar woman with milky washed out skin smattered with patches of red and pink older than average for someone in regulation and has the scars and wrinkles to prove it she has raven black hair red pupils and a matching set of glowing red yara eyes and a claw-like scar crosses her face almost in a mirror of athena's Hmm. She has bulky, mantis-like legs that hoist her into the air, and she stands with arms crossed behind her back, sword dangling at her side, staring down at you with an imperious gaze, and you are staring into the face of Delegate Talena Rasmus, head of Caldonix's Pacification Division. The only other living soul you know for sure was present at Jolshin's murder. Athena is wasting no time. She is casting empathy as quickly as possible. Okay. Oh my god. I th- Athena thinks she's going to be murdered right now by all three of them at once. Three for one. Six. Ooh, six is a success. Okay. So as you stand and watch uh, Delegate Rasmus 
Um, she is high above you. Not, you know, I mean, you're walking towards her. So I mean, a, she's tall even a, with she's, without her legs. Isn't she's she? tall even without the legs, but the legs have sort of hoisted her and turned, and she's still kind of up in the air, looking down at you. Her aura is maybe like a gray, like a bored gray, and I think when she turns to see you, it's um, there's a flash of something else, maybe like an orange. It just sort of ripples through momentarily and then passes. But as you watch, there is the same cloudy aura that you have seen in several others so far. Fuck. It's like a cloudy ripple that shifts through the aura at odd intervals. Does and just, it make it a different color? It, it's more of a texture. Hmm. Like um, the, the colors are remaining the same, but you can see it moving through like a wave around the aura. At, like there's no pattern to it. It just sort of moves and shifts and uh, changes the aura and the way that it's moving. Okay. Athena's very worried. I, like I am shaking right now a little bit. Mm. I'm really, me, Allie, very nervous. Oh, good. Now we can get on with it. Hurry it up, Sedaris. I, I'm there. I'm in front of the desk. Um, Reitz is sitting, looking. She's drumming her fingers along the desk in sort of an anxious way, but she looks happy. Oh, no. Silas is holding a glowing tablet, his eyes rapidly flitting across the screen, and he glances up as you enter and come closer and offers a small nod. And uh, Rasmus takes a step or two with her legs off to the side so it's sort of like a semicircle mm-hmm. uh, with you on the other side and uh, Rasmus looks to Reitz and says well Reitz this is your show for now let's get a move on and uh, Reitz says gladly Sedaris your performance on your first day back in the first 30 minutes has been deemed entirely unsatisfactory by your observer Regulator Lepaco. He has kindly provided us with a full list of concerning behaviors exhibited by you. Would you like to hear them? Yes, Proctor. I think she has her hands clasped behind her back. Mm-hmm. Just at attention. Reitz is still sitting. The other two are staying, but mm-hmm. Reitz is, is sitting and sort of lazily holds a hand out to Silas without looking at him and he puts the tablet in it and she she's just looking at you this mm-hmm. whole time and pulls it down and was like taking her time like very satisfied tardy idle chatter before duty questioning the validity of a superior officer's orders and or assignment I think her eyes get bigger at that one mm-hmm. gossiping and rumor mongering property damage reckless use of powers failure to apprehend suspect threatening citizens looting before ensuring civilian safety this is quite a list. It is quite a list, isn't it? Mm. Um, and what do you have to say about that? Well, I'd have to say that some of those are maybe not how I interpreted my actions as I was doing them. However, I'm not the, uh, the person doing the report, so my opinion doesn't matter very much. Does it, mm, Proctor? You have a very low opinion of yourself. Mm. Mm. And, um, how do you believe you can reach a satisfactory standard moving forward? Moving forward? 
Answer the question, Miss Sedaris. Um... Because, as it is, I'm afraid I can't justify keeping you on in regulation as a standard officer. I... I mean, I'm... First day back, I'm sure I just have to get back into that flow. Hmm. To be... I didn't let... I cap... I, I got all of them. I got all of them and I fixed the scene up as best as I could and... And I... It said I was threatening civilians, but I was just telling them to get back because scuffle dust went everywhere and I didn't want anybody to get hurt. Well, my report shows that Pacifier Bulig took the suspects into custody. Uh, he... he did take them into custody, that's true, but he didn't necessarily stop them. Kind of showed up a little late, you know? I think she um, quirks an eyebrow at you and stares for a moment and then looks back down and moves on. Okay. This time, Reitz is about to speak again and Silas interjects and he says, There is um, another option. Uh, Regulator Lepaco floated the idea, actually. Um, said it might be for your benefit. And um, Reitz glances at Silas and then looks back to you and says... You're being transferred, effective immediately. Um, okay. To a new special task force. Oh, no. I think it will be perfect for the skill set you've proven to be effective with. Um, this will be a joint task force overseen by all divisions. Say hello, t- and right in the middle of oh, that, God, no. as she's speaking, the doors to the office boom open, and there's a loud. <sighs> Regulator Sedaris, we meet again so soon. And he's stomping into the room and says, You have the great honor of serving beneath me and being forged into the regulator you always wished you could be. Never doubt greatness, even in the darkest hour. Bolt Bulig will see you through. And he walks up to you and claps an enormous hand on your shoulder. And Reitz uh, finishes, To your new squad leader. With a smirk and uh, Rasmus off to the side. Silas has a worried expression and Rasmus just starts laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Fuck. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Neon Heat. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. You can find our website at rpgforyouandme.com, which we update weekly with new episodes, character art, and bios. All music used is created and performed by Crockett. We are so grateful to them for letting us feature their work with permission. You can find them online at crockett.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at crockett80s. You can find our show on Twitter at RPG for you and me, and you can find Allie on Twitter at UC the Hat, where she posts art from the show. And as I am absent from all social media, you can find me exclusively on our Patreon Discord server, which you can find at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. Any support means the world to us, and it makes it easier for us to make more quality content for you. If you enjoy our show, the best way you can let us know is with a five-star review on the podcast listening platform of your choice. If you like what you heard here, 
you should check out Sounds Like Crows, which is an actual play podcast set in the Savage World's Deadlands Reloaded setting. It's a story about five brothers on a quest for revenge in the supernatural Wild West, and it encouraged us to get moving on our own production. The cast is outstanding, and the audio and editing quality is cinematic and top-notch. Caleb Sunstead, the marshal and showrunner, is extremely talented and dedicated. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us, and we'll see you next week.